Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. Hey guys, we got uh, a special guest on today's Ask Me About My Day. And I thought before I called you, I'd give you kind of a rundown of who she is and where she came from and how she got where she's at. I don't think everybody really knows who Susan is, Susan K. Worley. And uh, neither did I. I was kind of like, hey, girl, we need to do a bio on you so everybody knows who you are. So here we go. Uh, She lives in Baton Rouge, single, has one kid. Uh, She grew up all over the place, Louisiana, South Carolina, and Texas. And uh, I asked her why, and she's like, well, my dad moved where the money was, so... She's almost kind of like an army brat, I guess. Wherever the, wherever her dad said go, they went. Um, she wanted to grow up to be one of three things, a soldier, a teacher, or run a nonprofit. And that's pretty crazy because today she's pretty much conquered all three of those. She was in the Navy. She now teaches people uh, gate automation and all that good stuff. And she's helping Brian Fred Aluminum run his nonprofit. Pretty crazy, huh? Uh, she graduated high school and was like, I want to serve my country. I want to go follow one of my dreams. So she immediately joined the U.S. Navy and spent the next seven and a half years or so bouncing around the world to places like Greece and Dubai and Italy and Portugal and Malta and Bahrain. She was all over the place, man. Seven and a half years is a long time to be on a boat running all over the world. Then she was like, all right, I had enough of this. And being underneath uh, Uncle Sam's thumb for uh, nearly a decade now. So she took a year off and did what most of us would probably do. She partied her ass off. Uh, And then one day out of the blue, she was like, man, I got to get my shit together. I got to get me a big girl job. So she started college. And the first college she went to was Dallas Baptist University. And then dad decided they had to move again and again and again. So she just kept enrolling in every college that she could in every city they were in. And she ended up going to five more different colleges. And um, after all that, she ended up getting a job in the hotel and restaurant industry, which turned out to be key for her. Um, You know, she ended up bouncing around from city to city for about seven years and she, you know, she put her roots in the Prairieville, Louisiana. That's where she's at now. Uh, she got pregnant. I didn't ask any more questions about that. Don't want to know. And then uh, she thought, damn, now I really got to get a grown-up job. So she did that back in the hotel restaurant industry. And she ended up meeting the uh, COO and president of Southwest Automated Security at a brunch one morning. And apparently she made a pretty good impression on them because they were like, hey, We need people like you working at SAS. So she ended up taking a warehouse position to get her foot in the door. Here we are. We're going to fast forward five years later. She's worked her way up from warehouse to inside sales to assistant branch manager to branch manager. And now she's the regional sales manager of the Gulf South area plus Texas, southern Tennessee, and all the way up to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh she started watching and listening to my Fence Life show around April 2022. Fell in love with the synergy and what the show was doing for the uh, fencing industry. 
to the point that uh, she would talk. She would talk about the show with a colleague every Thursday and be like, man, you know, last night's show was great and what they got out of it. Uh, then around uh, July 2022, she got her chance to help further the industry when she got a call from Ron Hines, I guess is how you say his name. And he's uh, Southwest Automated Security's regional sales manager in Las Vegas. And he said, I've got an opportunity for you, and you don't want to pass this up. I want you to come over here and join the FWA team. And being that helping a nonprofit or running a nonprofit was one of her childhood dreams, she didn't hesitate, and she jumped in head first. So, damn. Damn, Susan K. Whirly, you got some pretty good little bio there. But I'm going to go ahead and give her a call right now and uh, see what's going on with her. Hello. Hey, girl. What's going on? Hey, Dan. What's up? Not much. What you into? Just, you know, yard work and getting ready for Mother's Day and kindergarten graduation coming up. What are you doing? Uh, I've been working all weekend, girl. Um, I've been working on some spreadsheets. I'm trying to dial in my data and get a little more granular with it. And uh, I got a guy I hired to build spreadsheets for me which, by the way, is the best thing I ever did. And uh, that's what I'm doing this weekend. And I was like, you know what? I need to give old Susan K. Worley a call. Haven't chatted with her in a while. And before I did that, uh, I just read your bio. So everybody just heard your bio, <laughs> who you are. And wow. All that good stuff. So uh, I didn't say anything bad about you. I promise. Good, good. It was all good stuff. I've lived everywhere. I've lived everywhere. It sounds like it, man. You've been all over uh, the south and up the eastern seaboard, huh? And then on top of that, oh yeah, in the Navy all over the world, huh? Yeah, definitely. Spent some time in the Middle East, some time in Europe. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, my son just, uh, just graduated boot camp for the Air Force. So... He is going up to, he was down in uh, Lakeland Air Force Base down in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they just bust him up to Wichita, Texas to go to some kind of tech, wow. tech school. And when he gets out yeah. of there, he's going to some island off of Japan. So wow. He's, he's stoked. He's like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do about my girlfriend. I'm like, bro, you cancel Christmas on that girlfriend. She ain't going to be around <laughs> when you get back. You better just find you a little... Japanese girl or something to bring her back. Come you. on. Come <laughs> on. You're so crazy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you can forget about old Victoria. She ain't going to be around. But, you know, he's 20, I think he's 23, 22. Yeah. I don't know. I can't keep up with the ages of all these damn kids, you know. No, I mean, there's a time to settle down and there's a time to see the world. It's his time to see the world. Yeah, let him do it. I wish I would have done that. I tell everybody, you know what? If I had to do it all over again, what would I do? I would graduate high school. I would join the military. I'd put my 20 years in. And while I'm in, I would go to firefighting school in the military, right? So, yeah. then, so then I would retire or I could get out with full pension or whatever they call it. I'm not a military guy. Yeah, at retirement. 30, at 38. Uh-huh. Then I go be a firefighter. I can retire from there in 20 years, 
58. Right. I'd have two pensions. And not only that, while I'm a firefighter, I can have me a little cash business on the side. Right. That's the way to go. I mean, I think it's interesting that you say that. Had I decided to stay in, I'd be retiring like any day now. Uh And um, I was an aircraft firefighter. Shut up. Isn't that crazy and weird? You didn't tell me that. I got to add that to your bio. Old girl was fighting fires on an aircraft carrier. Huh. Class class three fires. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds important. It's metal. It's metal fires. Really? Isn't that weird? Yeah. So that is exactly what I would do. And I would not only be retired at 58. Um, I'd have two pensions coming in. Probably during those 20 years, I would have did a tour. So then I'd have free medical with the VA. Shit. Well, they say that. <laughs> I, know, I know, but you know what I mean. In a perfect world, yeah. In a perfect world, yes. Wouldn't that have been dope? And only one tour in twenty years. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know nothing no, about the military. No, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I don't know nothing about the military. Okay, maybe two tours. I don't give a shit. I'm retired <laughs> at fifty-eight. I'm retired at fifty-eight. I got a grass cutting business or whatever the hell I got, right? Making cash because well, I was a firefighter. After that, you become a well. After that, you become like a greeter at Walmart. Yeah, retired. Got a boat. I'm fishing, and this is right. like icing on the cake. You ready for this one? Okay. Marry someone in the school system. <laughs> so then if I got to, I can piggyback on her insurance. She's off every summer. And guess what? I don't have shit to do. I'm retired at 58. We just go travel. So unfortunately, I didn't do Sounds none like of, the life. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't do none of that. And uh, Pepper's not a teacher. Hmm. Well, and that's not everybody's path, right? Yeah, I missed the mark. <laughs> so kids, if you're listening out there, that's the plan. <laughs> Anyway, so what's going up, girl? How's um how's Southwest Automated? Um, how's business? How's traveling? How, I mean, what's going on? How's oh, you know what I forgot to mention in your bio? I did. What? I did mention that you got on the team with FWA because Ron Hines called you, but I did not right? mention that you were the executive director of AFA. Why do I keep forgetting that? I, I don't know. Maybe because we're friends. Maybe. How can you be friends with an executive director? I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of intimidating. Like when I think it out loud or say it out loud, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Those are big expectations. Those are big shoes to fill. Yeah. But you know what? It's going to look really nice on your resume. Think about that. I love what I do. So I, I don't well, even I'm think not, about my resume. I, I think about how much fun I'm having. And like I, I get I'm not going to say I get bored really easily. I'm going to say I like to have challenges consistently. And as an outside salesperson and an executive director, the challenges are constantly coming at me. Uh Like I have to follow Brian Fredrickson around on social media to make everything he says come true. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Brian Fred (laughs) aluminum's everywhere. And look, and I didn't mean like you're working on a resume and you're leaving your current job. I was just saying that it's going to make a nice little resume slash bio at your funeral, right? 
or oh, yeah. for your grandkids or whatever, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, my kid loves it. He's like, my mom's on another conference call, a video conference call. He's super <laughs> proud of me. <laughs> That's great. So I guess <laughs> let's start with uh, let's start with the bottom of the ladder and work our way up. Um, and this really isn't a bottom of the ladder thing, but it just so happens it is because of your other position. But how is outside sales going in this territory for Southwest Automated? What do you and what I mean by that is is what do you see going on in the economy? Because I'm so tired of hearing about recession, correction, or whatever adjective you want to put on it. What what do you right. see that's going on? And you know, so, not what the media says, but what do you see and right. what do you feel and what are people you talking to saying about business in the fence world? So as far as fencing goes, I, I don't sell any fencing. So I'm not as in tune with that side of the world as as you are. Um, as far as gate operators, it has slowed down a little bit. But what is picking up is access controls and video surveillance. Um, I'm hitting a territory that has never genuinely had an outside salesperson, um, specifically Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. These people have never heard of SAS that I'm touching and talking to and calling on a regular basis. And so they're looking for that relationship that they don't have. They're calling these other distributors because those are the bigger names. And then I'm giving them a phone call and connecting with them and talking with them. Um, I actually even made a post the other day that, you know, relationships matter. They matter more than price. They matter more than, than any of the big guys out there and, and the well, known brands out there because I firmly believe like in not saying no to anybody, there is a solution for every application. It's just a matter of figuring it out. And like what I love about SAS is they give me the opportunity to make that dream come true for every application. Now, yes, that means I have to work a little bit harder. I have to do a little bit more research, but I love that part of it. Like it makes a huge difference in the quality of people's lives. Huh. That was a mouthful. I know it was, but it's really true. It, it's amazing that like, you know, you call me up and you say, Susan, I want the hinges to do this. I want the operator to do this. I want it to talk to this. I want it to work on your cell phone. I want it to go to the cloud. I want video to go with it. And I want it all in real time. Okay, let's do it. And it's just a matter of finding what works for your customer. Exactly. <laughs> That's uh, so when you're when you're when you're out meeting all these people, you're giving them, and I don't mean it as a spiel, but you're giving them this spiel of, "Hey, this is what I can do for you." And not only can I do this for you, but have uh, is anybody else coming knocking on your door and building a relationship like I am and taking care of you while. I mean, I, I mean, I've even had, you know, Cannon said in the past that he's been on the phone with you and you're picking up your kid from school, taking an order. Like, oh, no, I got this. Not a big deal. What you got? What you need? Right. And then Cannon, right. and then Cannon will be like, you know, and within a half hour, I got a quote, if not sooner, in my email inbox. It's true. I mean, we, we provide a concierge service. A lot of people don't um, from start to finish. Um, the outside sales team we have in place right now is like the cream of the crop. And I'm really excited and also highly intimidated by them. Like, I'm like, how did I get here? Like, you know, these guys and, and women are amazing. Like, 
I'm just Susan K. Worley. Like, <laughs> but um, they really forced me to rise to the challenge and provide that concierge service that they also provide because I love it. I love connecting with people. But like even Ro- Robert Whitaker, I think, said it last week. Um, he said it, it takes seven touches before you really connect with somebody. That resonated pretty deeply with me. I'm over here like by touch number four, like, okay, maybe it's time to move on. But when he said seven, I'm like, okay, let's let's calendar, you know, what is it? Three more events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people might say it's more, you know, because I think, uh, well, first I want to say something before I go to how many touches. So do you feel like your background in the hotel and restaurant industry has helped you on how you service your customer now because of the service that you had to give then? I'd say the one thing I learned from being in the hospitality industry is to listen more than you speak. Um, I find that whenever you meet with a lot of salespeople, they ask a lot of questions. Um, and, and that's how you figure out what they want. But I find for me, it's listening more than you speak. People just want to be heard. So yeah. that's how you connect with people is learning who they are. Because I mean, when it comes down to business, your customer's always going to find a solution, whether you provide it or not. So after that, it's all about having that real life connection with them. So I'd say, yes, I, I didn't learn that until I was in that that situation. Yeah. I was just curious cause I have a lot of friends in hospitality, uh, business and I've learned a lot from them and how they do things. And they have a very unique way of how they connect with people and get them to like yeah. them. You know, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. and, and have them come back and ask for them next time they're at the restaurant. Hey, I want to request, you know, Billy is my server. Right. Well, and repeat, repeat business is important in any industry. Exactly. And that was, that was the next place I was going because then they become a repeat customer and then they become an easier customer because you know what they want. I mean, look, when I go out to eat and I'll I'll call and make a reservation and I'm like, Hey, is Keith working? Hey, is Brent working? Um, You know, that's who I want. And they'll walk up and say, Hey, look, uh, we don't have your wine that you normally drink, but I got this other stuff I think you're going to like because they know what kind of right. wine I like, you know? Right. Um, or they know I like soft shell crabs or lobster. They'll be like, hey, we got soft shell crabs. I know you like those. And it just makes right. things easy. So, well, I feel like my time in the military is what brought me to that attention to detail. But um, honestly, my parents instilled a very hardcore work ethic in me at a very young age. And I'm trying to instill it in my own child. So, like, um, creating rewards and and teaching them how to succeed at a a young age is something my family did for me. And that's something I'm doing for my son as well. And I feel like you do that for your children all the time. I do it for my kids. I do it for the guys that work for me. Um, You know, I'm trying to do everything I can to leave a legacy behind. And I'm real big on that. You know, um, I had a guy, not to toot my own horn, but, you know, um, he, he texted me today like, hey, man, I got something that came up and, you know, my, my wife's got to have this little procedure done. I'm not going to be able to be there Tuesday, yada, yada, yada. And 
you know, I was like, man, you be, you can't catch a break to get a full weekend. It's either rain or it's something like this. And he's like, yeah, you know, shit happens. And uh, the most, you know, we can't control it. And right. he, uh, he said to me, uh, let me see, I'm looking it up right now. I just wanted to say, man, you have a great team out there. I've worked with everyone so far. Talon and Terry are amazing to work uh, that work with. They're very hard workers, and they're getting things done, and I'm glad to have an opportunity to learn something new. It's very different than what I'm used to, but I'm glad I'm able to learn this and to learn it at a company that appreciates its team members. He's using the word team, not me. Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah, he sent me that today, and I was just kind of like, wow, okay, so what I'm doing does work. (laughs) It does. Well, one of the top five reasons why somebody stays at a company is because they're learning something. Uh, Educating your employees um, is is higher than uh, the salary you're paying them. Yeah. And look, even if they don't stay with me and they move on, which I hate to say, but even if they do, I hope they go somewhere and they're like, man, the company I came from, it was like this or whatever the case might be. You know, I remember I worked for this guy and he taught me this. And because, you know, you know, that's on my bucket list, right? To inspire someone. Yeah, it's um, uh, you remember we talked about this on our ride. I do. Hold on, I'm going to pull it up right now in my notes. We're not going to talk about everything I know, that's on my I bucket know one list. of the uh, – yes, let's not. <laughs> but, uh, let me see. It's. Um, I want to just word it right. Uh, inspire someone who changes the world. So that's on my bucket list. I want to inspire someone. And I might be long and gone, but they might be like, you know, I worked for this guy. It was a fence company. I don't remember the name of it, but I just remember this guy. He said this. And because he said this or because he taught me this or whatever the case was, that's why I'm standing here today getting a Nobel Peace Prize or whatever the hell. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever it might be. Or that's why I chase my dream and make this product that has changed the world in a certain way. Or that's that's on my bucket list, you know? I mean, I think that's uh, kind of inspiring to people out there. Like, I feel like we all want to do that. We just don't write it down. Yeah. You do know I want to drive a monster truck, right? That's how much it is. Hold on. Didn't Kevin Steve say he can make that happen? He did say he can make that happen. I got a pretty Sounds awesome Sounds like you need to list. call him. Sounds like you need to call him and make that happen and I'll, videotape it for all of us. Yeah. I want to end up on a wanted poster in another country. <laughs> There's a I don't story. Know if you want to do that? There's a story behind that. There's a story behind. It. I got a, I got some awesome stuff on my list. I'm looking at it now. I want to experience zero gravity. Yeah. Don't they have like places you can go for that now? Yeah, they do. Or do you want to go like up in an airplane where they go like right in between like the atmospheres and do it like that? Yeah, I I don't know if I want to do that or if I want to do the whole Elon Musk or uh, who's the Virgin Records guy, Um, you know, take a ride up, just dip into space a little bit. That sounds scary to me. And then dip right back. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah. Anyway, back on track. Forget about my my, uh, bucket list. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, so the hospitality industry really does help people. And then you got the military. 
So now the hospitality industry has taught you how to service people and the military has taught you how to pay attention to detail. And you put both of those things together and uh, you come out with a pretty power pack punch on top of it. Agreed. But I mean, like um, SAS has taught me, you know, engagement, uh, quality of life, uh, attempt at work-life balance. Um, but also, you know, again, the concierge service that you don't learn in the hospitality or even in the military, like, you know, you know that if you call me at eight o'clock at night, I'm going to answer you or at least text you. Yeah. At least get a response. Hey, I'm putting my kid to bed. Hey, I'm at dinner. Hey, um, I'm getting ready to go to bed. Can I call you tomorrow? Something. Right. 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 And and if I get a no, I'll get up and and walk away and call you. Like I get, we all have emergencies and sometimes like you need something talked out immediately. And and I'm there for that. I I even love that part of the job. I don't find it invasive or, um, you know, like beating me down. Like I'm working too much because like, I don't feel like I'm talking to customers. I feel like I'm genuinely talking to my friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, you see, that's nice to have. I don't have that. I had that back when I worked in the plumbing industry in sales, you know, they were like my, my customers were my friends, but now, now I do have customers that have become friends or when we're out and about or something will happen and somebody will mention my ring or somebody will walk up and be like, Oh, it's the fence king. And the people were sitting there talking to like, wait, you're the fence king. I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, that explains the ring. Yeah, well, you did our fence last <laughs> summer. And I'm like, oh, we did? She's like, yeah, you know, my name's, you know, Susie Smith. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember. And I usually don't. Right. But I'm like, right. oh, yeah, I remember, I remember. Yeah. And, and we get to talk. Yeah, see, homeowners, homeowners are a whole different beast. Like, again, I'm not dealing with homeowners the way that you are. I'm dealing with the same clients every time so i do actually get to know them on a more personal level you know dylan said that too he said he misses the friendships that he made with the pete his customers when he was working at the lumber yard you know yeah but we're starting to get more and more repeat customers especially in the commercial world you know we've got yes we're starting to pick up more customers not more customers but more jobs from the same customers so now it's really comfortable. They know how we work. We know how they work. You can be a little more honest with them. Like, come on, man. You know I can't freak right. you there Monday. Right. You know, instead of going, uh, uh, yeah, I'll be there Monday. We'll make that work, you know? Right. So, I love that rapport you get with your repeats, yes. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on. FWA Executive yes, Director. What the hell are you doing over there? I mean... Bro, like I said, I am following Brian around on social media, making his dreams come true. (laughs) (laughs) So I've hung out with Brian, okay? And let Mm -hmm. me tell you, um, he is a freaking handful. I don't know. When I I literally tell you, I don't know if he drank eight pots of coffee or snorted four lines of Coke. I, I don't, or did both. I mean, this dude... Is he on Adderall? What is he doing? He's everywhere doing everything. And you're just like, <laughs> slow down, man. Slow down. <laughs> it's, it's all natural, but like straight up, like he has such a passion 
for people and for businesses that he doesn't know how to stop. So when, I mean, he calls me easily three to five times a day with ideas every single time. And so like, I have this new thing now where I started filing them. I'm like, listen, we have to finish and complete exactly what we started now. And then we'll start on another one. So we have three to five meetings a week right now. Um, and not just on the fence show on FWA, um, talking about like new ideas, how to complete old ideas and, and how to bring this all to fruition. So like, he's literally like my best friend at all times. Like someone will come around the corner and they're like, who are you on the phone with Brian? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, I know me, you and him, or you, him and I, however you say that are in a group, um, text message. And he will yes. just throw ideas out. Hey, what do y'all think about this? And just send a picture. And yes. it'll be, who knows when? It, it could be 10 o'clock our time. Right. 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 Which is 8 o'clock his. Even, I, I want to say it was 3 a.m. the last time we got that group message. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. He's all over the place. But he's got a bunch yes. of ideas. He's trying to get them all out there. So how how are you doing that? I mean, how how's the Finch show coming? How's um how's the FWA coming? And and what do y'all see? I saw he did a TikTok the other day where he was strutting through his office to some TikTok song and um, was saying, you know, the way you walk or dance or feel when you're going to be the biggest association or something. It was it was insane. I'm like, this guy's out of control. Well, I feel like um, any day now we can confidently say we are the largest association and the fastest growing association all at the same time. Um, we do have big plans. Hopefully, we can present some stuff to you pretty soon. Right now, things are still pretty um, quiet as far as um, the new things that come with FWA. But as far as the fence show, we we sold two booths yesterday on Saturday. Like I, I got the email update yesterday evening. Um, I mean, it is growing so fast. Um, we have over a thousand pre-registrants. Um, we're about to have new things on the, on the Fence Show website that I, again, I hope we can present, um, when we do a show together again, uh, when we go live. Um, yeah, yeah we need to do a Brian show. I just feels doing, I really feel like we need to do a show. We have some really great things that are happening that are like literally coming into fruition any day now. Really? That are going to change lives and, and oh, yeah. he's make the industry about, better. He's been talking about health insurance. I'm talking about bigger than health insurance, sir. Yeah, but I'm just saying, he. I know he's been talking about that. I'm That's a life very changer excited for some about people. that. <clears throat> it really is like He's he's being really smart. He's leveraging um, all of the um, different um, comments he's been doing on social media. He we've been logging that information for the the life insurance to make sure that we get the best rates possible to show that people are interested. Yeah. Huh. Well, we need to do a show with me, him, and you, and y'all can fight over who okay. will be the celebrity co-host. And who's going to be the guest? <laughs> so I uh, mentioned it to Brian the other day, and he sent me that little meme that he made of him smacking me on the head with a mic. So 
I love that meme. I love that he was just like, I'm going to post this. Do you think he'll be okay? I'm like, yeah, I think Dan will be fine. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to skip. Let's, I think we need to schedule that. We need to do that. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, how about we do, I got a slot open May 24th. That'll be not this Wednesday, not next, but the next. I'm about it. Guess what? What? That's my birthday. The 24th of May? It is. Mine's the 14th. Mine's on Mother's Day this year. I noticed that. I don't know what to get you, though. What do you get the man who has everything? <sighs> Bourbon. Because I have it. And no, it's going to be something silly, like a farting ninja. I'm literally looking <laughs> at my kid's farting ninja. I might send that to you. No, no. I need something classy. I need something nice and classy. classy? You know what I really want? What I really need. What do you want? Um, they have, uh, who puts it out? Polo. Ralph Lauren puts out a really, I think it's Ralph Lauren, puts out a really nice whiskey glass. And it's almost like etched. I'm going to have to send you a picture of them. I keep saying I want to buy those and I just never do. I'm going to find them and send them to you. Yeah, send them to me because I don't know what I'm getting you. Yeah. And they're not expensive. I just never seem to get around to doing it. You know? So Can you get like your company logo etched into it or is it just like their No, no. Design? no. It's a nice classy like um uh chevron pattern. It's really dope. I'm going to find it and send it to you. I don't think they're okay. expensive. I just never get around to doing it. Order them. And I had uh, the maid. Oh, I can't say maid. The lady who cleans the house. Um, right. She broke one of my whiskey glasses. And then I think a buddy of mine left with one of my whiskey glasses. So now I'm down to two mixed match glasses. And uh, I don't. I just don't feel loved. I don't think I use like anything other than like the really like heavy duty tumblers that like just keep everything cold. Yeah. I'm not big on those. I want a nice, thick, nice glass whiskey glass. So, but anyway, uh, so yeah, let's do May 24th. I will send, I will send you and Brian a, uh, an invite, a Google invite, and we'll schedule that man. Um, this week we're going to have a killer, guest uh, we are gonna have the executive director of a another um fence association is going to be the co-host but we're going to be interviewing this guy his name is mike kelly of hurricane fence this dude oh nice this dude's doing like 62 million a year in fencing wow is that insane that's insane. That's super impressive. And I don't think anybody knows him. You know, have you ever heard of him? I've heard of Hurricane Fence, but not of him specifically. And I surely didn't know that their cells was that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, apparently they do a lot of government work. And I actually sent him a text today and was like, uh, hey, Mike, get off your ass and get this done. And uh, <laughs> I was kind of like, all right, I might be pushing my limits here, but um, 
No, he got on there and did what I asked him to do. So wow. I'm trying to write his bio. So I'm sure. I mean, you seem pretty decent at it as, from what I keep being told by you. I think I'm good at it. I don't know. Everybody's that I do, they're just like, damn, you made me sound good. I'm like, all right. I guess I'm gonna have to I guess I'm gonna have to listen to this when it goes uh oh, live. That's, that's right. You haven't heard it because I said it prior to the phone call. So I'm I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I didn't say anything bad. Well, uh, this has been a great call. I love catching up with you, but it's Sunday afternoon. It's like four fifteen yes. Sunday afternoon. Yes. Central Standard Time and uh I got one bourbon in. I'm going to go drink another one and uh, go kick my feet up and watch like an old movie or something. I'm an old movie guy. There you go. There you go. No, I'm trying to go swimming. Yeah, I'm a Sunday Sunday afternoon. Watch a movie that you've already seen so you don't really have to pay attention to it. Right. And when you're not paying attention and then you start paying attention, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this part. And you haven't missed anything. So that's what I like to do on my Sunday afternoons when I'm winding down, trying to get ready for the week. And uh, maybe having a bourbon or two or vegging out on some social media or just hanging out with the fam, you know? So Yes, yes. I have a kid in the living room playing video games ready yeah. to go in the pool. <laughs> well, look, girl, you have a good week, and uh, I'll talk to you Thank soon. Thank you, Dan. And I'll send over those yes, sir. Uh, Google invites, okay? I'm excited. I'll talk to you soon. All right. You have a good one. Bye. Bye. You've, You've been, been listening, listening to, to My Fence, Fence Life. Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.